Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. What's happening, everybody? This is the official Lakers Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Trudell. Super pumped to be here, flanked by Aaron Larsoul. You ready to go? I'm ready to go. Let's get it. I think the Lakers will be a top 10 defense. Can now. you call in your shot again? A team that has two stars or two superstars in this case, as LeBron and AD, can sometimes cancel each other out. But I think they're both good candidates for MVP. I really like the way that this team just feels to be around. Mm-hmm. The, the uh, it's a it's a very clear message. It's two stars in the Brown AD, and it's everybody else that's on board. The relationship that is developing between those two, off the court and on the court, their cohesiveness on the court. I think in this case, this is a special case that the two of them will enhance each other as opposed to taking away from each other. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave a review. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Mansion, all three hours, it's free. You know what that reminded me of, actually? Do you remember when you were mean to Jake? Celtics could really be the team to beat this year, I mean. Wait, wait, Jake, don't overreact like this. You're, you're better than that. This is Dan Patrick. Welcome to the program. Final hour on this Tuesday, Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick show. Fritzy's out today. We hope he's feeling better. And uh, the rest of the gang is here. Seton's here. Paulie's here. McLovin's here. Yours truly. The boys in the back are here. And you can watch on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick show. And thank you for the feedback here. As I said yesterday, this is a new adventure for us. This is just basically us out on our own after uh, we got our separation papers from AT&T DirecTV after 10 years. And we were unemployed for, I think, two days over the weekend. And uh, there was no celebration for me. It was just waiting to get all the papers signed and uh, make sure the Danettes were taken care of. But, you know. It, it's exciting, but it's a little scary at, at the same same time. But uh, what we're doing with YouTube, being able to give this to you, and we're hearing from a lot of people around the world, which is interesting, because people who were here who may have moved elsewhere uh, outside of the country, they never got a chance to watch the show. And on YouTube, you're able to do that. Uh, people will listen to the podcast. The podcast and radio show, not changing at all. Our great partners at Premier and our uh, – Affiliates now numbering 362 around the country. But uh, glad to have you aboard, and uh, give us your feedback there. Got uh, some new angles here, new cameras, and uh, hopefully some new bells and whistles here. But uh, we're excited about it. Uh, Just got this from uh, Wyatt in uh, Bangram. Uh, Thanks flipping over to YouTube, so now I can watch you here in Afghanistan. Uh, When will you and the Danettes be coming out for a USO tour? Um, if the military can help arrange that, and I, I I wouldn't rule it out. Let's put it that way. If uh, there was a way that we could go there, you could go to Afghanistan and entertain the troops there. At least we'd try to entertain the troops there. But uh, we need to look on the map where Bangram is. Why it in Bangram, Afghanistan? McLovin, can you look at... Uh, are, are they Bengals fans in Bangalore? That would make Joe Burrow. I don't know. Uh, Todd. 
Fritzy, you're really struggling today, dude. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> you don't have to act like Fritzy. Bangram? The Bengals? No, no, no. Well, I don't know. What Do you have you what Fritzy has? What do you think? They're Titans fans of no, Bangram? I, 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 I said find out where Bangram was. Okay, Bangram, Afghanistan. It had nothing to do with the Bengals. <laughs> South Bangram, North Bangram, South Bangram, Indiana, yeah. They're a Notre Dame fan. Yeah. I kind of love this. It's like uh, it's like we're in a body switch movie, <laughs> and all of a sudden Todd is taken into uh, is into Andrew. Are you <laughs> Lindsay Lohan or Jamie Lee Curtis here? It's Bagram, yeah. not even Bangram. Yeah, so they're Bagram. definitely not Bengals fans. Andrew's got no underwear on. He's looking at pictures of girls also. <laughs> Are you okay, McLovin? What? Yeah, yeah I'm fine. Okay, all right. I just thought you got a little sensitive there. Um, I'm fine. Okay. We're, yeah. I thought you were acting like Fritzy as well, being a little sensitive there. And I, <coughs> you know what? We should go there, though. That would be awesome. If we could figure that out, that would be. To Bagram. That would be Bagram, so Afghanistan. No, I'd be honored to yeah, do that. for sure. Absolutely. I'd be honored to do that. All right, phone calls are welcome. Reggie Miller will join us coming up in about uh, 15 minutes. And we still don't have – it's a game of musical chairs with quarterbacks, but there's not enough chairs for everybody to sit down. That, that, that's – we're looking at all this speculation here, but you start to look and go, well, if that happens and then that happens and then that happens, but wait, what happens to that guy or that guy or that guy? And it feels like the Raiders are still – interested in Tua. I don't know if Tom Brady still factors in there, but I, I think it's going to come down to probably the Titans and Patriots for Tom Brady. But we have two more weeks of this, and I caution you um, that understand we're trying to separate fact from fiction here, just so when we tell you something, we, we hope that we're not adding gasoline to the fire or just Hey, you know, I'm here. Remember when the people actually thought the Giants would be interested in Tom Brady? And I went, why? I mean, it's nice, but why? You got you got a, a new coach. You got your quarterback. You got your running back. You're good. Tom Brady is not winning in the next two years in New York. But you had all these people who they want to run with something, and we choose not to. That's why we separate fact from fiction, or the best that we can. Instead of going, you know, I'm hearing. I, I, I just want to tell you if I have something that adds something to the story. I'm hearing Tom Brady, the Patriots, or uh, the uh, Cowboys. Remember how silly that was? They're going to tag Dak Prescott, and they should tag him, giving him the exclusive tag, paying $33 million. Let's see what he does this next year. Let him bet on himself. Maybe he makes even more money. But if I'm the Cowboys, I'd tag him back-to-back years. Because your window of opportunity might only be two more years, maybe three more years at the most. And then you pay him? Now what do I do with all of the other players that I'm going to lose here? You know, Kansas City, dynasties are really difficult to maintain when your quarterback is going to be making $35, $40 million. And Kansas City is going to find this out with Patrick Mahomes. I'm not saying take a hometown discount, but I'm saying don't be surprised if you don't have a dynasty because you didn't take a hometown discount. Yeah, Paul. Going back to the Cowboys, I still think the, the decision to sign their running back for all the money is what's hurting them now. 
puts in a position where they can't pay Dak Prescott. They should have franchise tagged their running back for a couple of years for $10 million a year. You know, he doesn't want to show up, he doesn't want to show up. Yeah, I don't want Zeke Elliott for the next five years. But it's too late. You already got him. Because I have an offensive line that is so good, I think I can find a running back. And then, once again, I can get a running back on the cheap for maybe $500,000 who can put up similar numbers to Ezekiel Elliott. He was great, uh, but, you know, I, I would move on from the running back position after five years. And that's, you know, Carolina's now looking at the possibility, and, and I say the possibility, of do they trade Christian McCaffrey? What are you going to get for Christian McCaffrey? You know, that you're not trading a quarterback, you're trading a running back. If you're a running back, the system is flawed. We've talked about that. Because of all of these positions, what they go through, they should be paid second behind quarterbacks. But it doesn't work that way anymore. And you can get a running back. Christian McCaffrey, what's he going to bring in return? Now, he's, he's a draw for a variety of reasons. You know, a white running back, he's extremely talented, got um, some charisma there. But who's going to trade for him? And what do you want in return? If you said, hey, Bengals, we'll give you Christian McCaffrey and another first-round pick, we want Joe Burrow. Okay, now at least I see where the logic is of what you want to do. Okay. I mean, I'd be interested in that because Carolina is in a rebuild right now. Christian McCaffrey's best years are now going to be in a rebuild. The next two years, maybe three years, and then are you going to give him a big-time contract? Yeah, Paul. And he's, he's more expensive now. Basically, the Panthers got his first three years for not cheap, but at least a rookie deal. Yeah. He had 403 carries last year. Yeah. Any team that traded for him would get him one and a half, one year under contract, then they'd have to pay him. He's not tradable. And he's going to want some big-time money. Um, speaking of money, uh, John Aranda of the Sports Business Journal had a report that ESPN has reached out to Peyton Manning. This after CBS reached out to Peyton Manning in case they weren't going to re-sign Tony Romo. And they, of course, brought back Tony Romo. Now the mothership reaching out to uh, Peyton Manning, offering something in the range of 10 to $12 million. If you're Peyton Manning and they bring that contract, like I, if I'm Peyton Manning's agent, I'd go, no, you must be talking, want to talk to Eli. Because Peyton's not signing for six or seven million dollars a year less than Tony Roma. Not happening. Just on principle alone, you wouldn't do that. If Tony Romo gets 17 or 18, Peyton wants 19. And I, I understand that from his perspective. Because Peyton is the one who started all of this, going to the line of scrimmage and telling you what was going to happen or calling plays in accordance to what was going to happen. But, yeah, that just the latest. Uh, Clippers Thunder coming up tonight, 76ers and the Lakers. Mm, that could have been tasty, but it's not. The NCAA leagues are making plans for games with the coronavirus. I mentioned yesterday that the next big event is March Madness and the Final Four in Atlanta. What kind of preparations will the NCAA make when you're putting, what is it, 80,000 people into a stadium? Do you see where the NBA is encouraging its players to give DAP, not a high five, because they're worried about spreading germs? Seriously. Yeah, see. Do they think that more germs are going to be spread while shaking hands or while all handling the same ball for several hours? That is your point there, yeah. Do you wash your hands every time down the floor? Like, do they have 
moist towelettes or Purell at each end of the court. Yeah, Paul. Any chance this can end the horrendous tradition of people slapping five to people every time they shoot a free throw, whether they make or miss it? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm against the virus. If, 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 if the coronavirus can do do away with that, then one I'm okay. good thing to come from it. Yes, if there's one good thing and it does away with, you just missed a free throw, let me give you five. Right. You made one. I'm going to give you five. It's free. Why am I giving you five for com- completing a free throw? You should make it. Yeah. And if you need the support of me to make it, then that's even worse. I've been on this hill for a long time. Thank you. Oh, I hate when, when we celebrate something that you're supposed to do. My God, you made a free throw. Give me some doubt, man. That's unbelievable. We saw that coming. Yeah. Nice work. Man. Well, given some of the shooting percentages here where you go, hey, give me some of that, man. Hey, that's awesome. You, you've, hit, you've hit six out of ten. Yeah, Paul. Maybe that's a rule. If you're 59% or below at the free throw line and you make one, you get DAP. But anyone over 60%, no. You Because know, then you mm. deserve encouragement. Mm. Uh, I got some Meet Friday songs as well that I want to, uh, including one of my favorite new artists. Remember when I had the uh, Post Malone weekend? I had Post Malone and Lizzo weekend. And that's all I listened to because I was with my daughters. This is Jake in Delaware with his Meet Friday song. Post Malone. song Post Malone does? Uh, that's one of his songs. Yeah, yeah I think that's... Would take off on that? Yeah, that was good. Here is a Sarah and Jason in Ohio with Creed. Well, I had just oh, born yeah. <laughs> a new bread of I've drawn a change I threw out the gas Scott Stapp to sing that. I think we could reach out. What is Scott Stapp doing? That's my point. Okay. Right. I think we could get Scott Stapp to come in studio to sing the Meat Friday song with mouths wide open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ha, ha. Yeah. 
Uh, Ted in Florida joins us, and we'll take a break. Reggie Miller will join us. Hi, Ted. What do you have for me today? Hey, uh, great show, Dan. Uh, 510, uh, 205. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I spent nine tours uh, in Afghanistan. I was there uh, right when the war started. Uh, it's Bagram. Bagram. Airfield is what you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's 43 miles northeast of Kabul, the capital. Yeah. It sits right at the base of the Hindu Kush Mountains. How would we do over there? Well, since we're trying to pull all the troops out, uh, if you fly over there, you may see like about 50 planes headed uh, past you going the other direction. So. <laughs> That's not a good sign, though, Ted. That's I, right. I, we're trying I, to get people out of there, Dan. We I, really are. Yeah, I, I saw where they're trying to get as many people out of there as possible. But uh, where is there another, mili- another military base that maybe we could go to? Not really. Not that uh, there used to be a couple down south that were uh, equally as operational, but uh, uh, the Taliban have taken them over. And, uh, you know, you got the capital in Kabul, but, uh, uh, you know, it's really you got the Afghan government, uh, you got the United States government involved, you have the Taliban involved. uh, But the person who's going to make a decision about U.S. guys coming home uh, is uh, is the government of Pakistan. Okay. Well, thank you. You don't hear that mentioned much. No, you don't. But uh, of the Meat Friday songs, uh, Jake in Delaware, did you ask him what he was wearing? I did not. Because he's from State Farm, I think. Oh. He's cooking, man. He's cruising. He was. He had all the knowledge, the military stuff. Why are people going all Fritzy on me today? Like, Fritzy's not here, and then people want to try to substitute for Fritzy. a tribute, I think, for Todd. In his absence, people are stepping up. I know. All right, let me take a break. Reggie Miller will join us next year on the Dan Patrick Show. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. TurboTax believes taxes shouldn't be so complicated and daunting. People do amazing things every day, so it makes no sense that they should feel like they can't do their taxes. Look at me. I'm a genius, right? If you hear me on the Dan Patrick Show, I have so much trouble with my taxes. But that's why TurboTax provides you with tools and encouragement you need to do your taxes with ease and confidence. For instance, TurboTax Live features CPAs on demand, which gives you access to certified tax professionals anywhere and even on nights and weekends. With CPAs on demand, you get easy access to an actual real-life CPA or EA for tax answers and advice. We can give you answers and advice to help you make sure you get the best possible outcome. With CPAs on demand, expert help is tailored to you and your particular tax situation. So you'll never, ever feel alone or stuck when you're doing your taxes. TurboTax Live with CPAs on demand helps you get your taxes done quickly and easily so you can get back to all the other amazing things you do every day. TurboTax. All people are tax people. That's TurboTax. Remember, if you're amazing at other things, you can definitely be amazing at taxes as well. Uh, he's Reggie Miller, and you're not. The Hall of Famer Turner Sports NBA analyst joining us on the program. How are you? I'm doing well, Theodore. How are you doing? Everything's good. All good. All good. No, no complaints. Um, we were uh, just looking at somebody who – have you seen this video uh, on the Internet where uh, you got you know, a couple of guys who were doing their uh, Zion Williamson impersonation? 
No. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. No. It's so funny. Like his movements, his hands, everything. It's 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 great. It's really really funny. And we were we were watching. He's got the mannerisms down with uh, Zion. And I I was also. Any reason to criticize LeBron, it feels like. And after that game, the fact that people were critical of LeBron because he wants to mentor the young players in the game, what what world are we living in that all of a sudden LeBron is showing weakness or something by wanting to mentor these younger players in the game? Uh, it's absolutely crazy that people, first of all, they have too much time on their hands to get advice about this game from LeBron James one of the all-time greats, one of the Mount Rushmore-type players, for him to give words of encouragement, um, how to navigate your career. Um, I know people are always going to think that he has ulterior motives because, you know, of Rich Paul and uh, the whole agency. But I think it's unbelievable that, number one, he's taking time. You know, no one knocked Kobe when Kobe was, you know, working out with guys and doing all this. So why does LeBron get all the hate all the time? I just don't understand it. Why I really don't. I don't know why he's so polarizing. Do you well, know? I think it, well, it it, it kind of started with I'm taking my talents. But even before that, you know, being on the cover of Sports Illustrated at, what, 16 or 17, saying the chosen one yeah. when you still had MJ in the game, I think that kind of turned people off a little bit. Um, but he didn't but, choose the cover calling the chosen one. No, he now, didn't. Now but, you can say he, the king. He didn't choose I am the king. Yeah, he didn't choose true. that, right? <laughs> <laughs> so with the king comes the chosen one. All right, all right, all right. Okay, all right, all right. so, I mean, it was a little bit self-imposed, but – he gets way too much uh, hate for doing so much for the game and helping these young guys out. I, I I applaud him, man. And help me understand this, because soccer started this where soccer stars would exchange jerseys after a match. Um, it's called an exchange. JaVale McGee asked Zion for <laughs> He didn't exchange. He took. <laughs> he stole. So, there was no barter here. Well, but I don't think Look. Zion asked for JaVale's jersey. Like, <laughs> Like, What's he going to do with JaVale McGee? Well, I know, no. but it seemed awkward that here's JaVale McGee, who's, what, 10 years, 12 years older than Zion, and he says, can I have your jersey? And then Zion doesn't at least go through the motions and say to JaVale McGee, uh, hey, can I, I hey, do you he want forgot. mine? <laughs> I think Zion may have forgotten. <laughs> I think he may have forgotten. Look, back in the day, there is absolutely no way I would have asked MJ on the court, can I have your jersey, dude? But I did do, I told our ball boy, hey, go down there and ask, I said, ask if MJ would sign my jersey. And it took like two hours. He's like, well, he doesn't know if he's going to sign it or not. I'm like, oh, God, this dude's going to get me. <laughs> so I had ball boys go get MJ, um, Magic, Larry Legend, I believe Charles. You have a ball boy go do it before the game or after the game. I, I don't know if I could do it in center court and buddy up and, hey, I just not after trying to, like, take you out the air because I don't know what's going to transpire during the game. So I don't know if I really want your jersey anyways. So that's why you would try to do it before a game. Jordan made you wait on purpose, right? Of course he, of course he did. 
You know he did. Now, did Jordan ever ask for one of your jerseys? No! <laughs> no! Do you think Jordan? Do you think Jordan just has Jordan's jerseys on his wall? I think he may have Larry Legend and Magic. I think those may be the only two jerseys that MJ might have. Is those two? He doesn't have Isaiah. Bad blood between. Is the there bad still bad blood there? I think so. Gosh. I think. But wasn't that great basketball? Yeah, but that's 30 years ago. Yeah, but you don't let go. I don't let go. I love MJ. I respect MJ. It's hard to let go, man. It's hard to let go. Yeah, I just don't. Man, asking for a jersey is. Well, hold on. Asking for a jersey, that's okay, but you got to get something back in return. JaVale, you got it. I mean, Zion was like, hey, you want my jersey? Okay. He didn't even, like, look at him like, what am I going to do with JaVale McGee? Now, if that was Pam or Paula McGee, Whoa. he'd be like, okay, well, me- oh, what? What? Oh, boy. Hey, did you notice people picking up on the LeBron MVP bandwagon? That didn't take long after we talked about that. It's funny because I got into a back and forth Uh-oh. with one of our production guys, you know, because – he he texted me and was like, are people watching NBA basketball? Uh, Giannis should be unanimous MVP. I'm like, what? No, absolutely. He, he'll win. Again, Giannis will and should win the MVP. Let's state that for the record. But I think it's going to be closer than people think because what LeBron is doing, number one in his 17th year, leads the league in triple-doubles. And people say, well, triple-doubles don't mean anything this year. I was like, in his 17th year. <laughs> He's leading the league in triple-doubles. And his team has the second-best record, and they're playing in the better conference, in my opinion. That's why I think it's going to be closer than people think. And to your point, and you mentioned this last week, the sentimental vote as well. Because he has four MVPs. You could make a case he could have five or six, right, just like MJ should have won it every year. You can make a case LeBron should have five or six. I think a lot of people are going to vote. And you've got – we see the Lakers on national TV twice a week. We never see Milwaukee, right? Yeah. So I think those are all factors in where I think it's going to be a closer vote. I still think Giannis wins the MVP, but it's going to be closer than people think. Hall of Famer Reggie Miller joining us. Uh, What game do you have this week? Toronto at Golden State. Hopefully, Steph is back playing. He was supposed to play Sunday. He didn't. So, possibly he plays um, Thursday Thursday for us, yes. Would you have him play if you're Golden State? Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Okay. Not if you're Golden State. If I'm Steph and I'm healthy, yeah. I want to play. has nothing to do with Golden State. I know there are precautions and all that. But if I'm healthy and I can play, as a player, I want to play. What do you make of Kevin Durant saying he hasn't ruled out in the 2020 Olympics uh, playing? He hasn't played this year with the Nets. I, I think it would be a good test experiment for him to see, though, because no. I think he's going to be ready to go by May, maybe June. Can the Nets tell him no? I'm sure they could. Well, hey, they're writing the checks. I'm sure they could. But look, we know KD's going to do what he wants to do, right? Yeah, but I don't want him playing right now. 
It's like I didn't want him to try to come back this year. I just no, he shouldn't come back this year. No, yeah, not no, not right now. They're currently, I believe, in the seventh spot. So, what you're looking at, Toronto, possibly Boston in that first round right now. I think they're tied for two, three. Um, no, I wouldn't come back. And Kyrie has, has no, don't come back this year. But Olympics are when in August. Yeah, you're twiddling your thumbs and all you're doing is working out and playing and scrimmaging. You know, three on three, five on five. I know. I know. I don't know. Just get a little nervous with an injury like that, trying to come back and test yourself. I'd rather. I'd rather. You could be coming down a flight of stairs and do the same thing <laughs> on an Achilles. You can. So we can't. Hey, take off the kid gloves. Uh, 76ers and the Lakers, what could have been uh, the fact that the artist formerly known as the 76ers. So. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Well, Again, we. How long do we know Ben Simmons and Joel and beat out? Right. We we don't, and you know, I I just think the whole Ben Simmons back injury was caught a lot of people by surprise, and I think I even said to you, I think he got hurt in the All Star game. All Star game. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I don't know the severity of that, and then you got Embiid, who already had a bad back, and now he's out with another injury. But I I don't know. It feels like the Seventy Sixers are either going to shock us. Or they're going to flame out quickly, and then all of a sudden there's going to be decisions that need to be made in need to be made made in Philadelphia. Well, here's the the bad thing for the Sixers: they are a terrible road team, yeah. and currently they're in the sixth spot. So you're going to have to start on the road. How does that happen? And, though a team that good at home is that yeah. bad on the road? Uh, and with those type of players, to me, arguably one of the best starting fives. So it's a little head-scratching. Um, you've got one of, if not the premier post player in Embiid and a 6'10 point guard. So for them to have only won nine, ten games on the road is a little bit shocking. So you would have to start on the road, come to playoffs, and they've been atrocious. So, But then again, it's the East. So if you're Philadelphia, right now that third spot is Boston, and Boston is balling. So it's Boston, Toronto, they're flipping back and forth. Maybe they're saying they're not scared of Toronto, but Toronto, I'm telling people, wake up. Wake up, champion. Hey, championship experience. All right. I, I can always say, hey, Reg told me first there. Uh, That's right. I, I saw where uh, Trevor Reza was not going to fall for the nutmeg by uh, <laughs> Trey Young and, and gave him a forearm shiver. I, I loved it from Trevor Reese's point of view. It's like, no, no, young young guy. Uh, you know, that I'm not here for your amusement. And I love it. Uh, I'm wondering what took so long for someone to do this. Because <laughs> he's, been, he's been embarrassing a lot of guys. Now, normally you get big guys on that, right, when they, you know, hedge out yeah. or strong show on those high screening rolls. But to do it to a wing player – and a wing player of Trevor Ariza's stature, a guy that's, you know, 10-plus years in the league, he's a champion, won with the Lakers, he ain't falling for that, and nor is he going for that. I like it. Just like, here's the thing, I know everyone's talking about uh, Giannis and James Harden, the back and forth. Man, where's my popcorn? I want more of this. That's this is what the NBA needs. Yeah, but did, uh, I like to John back and forth, you know, criticizing each other's games. Two former MVPs going at one another. Yes, 
Thank you. I'm here for that. Yeah, but it started out entertaining, and then all of a sudden the Greek freak yeah, says, personal. hey, I'm just going to go home and spend time with my family, get a good night's sleep, and be with my child. Like, that's not the trash talking that we want. We needed a little more than that, Reg, because it started out by saying, I'm not, I didn't draft James Harden because I wanted guys who were going to pass the ball. And then Harden comes back with, boy, it'd be nice to be seven feet and just run and dunk, and that's all you do. I have to learn the game of basketball. And then that's when the Greek freak should have come back and said something about Harden. And he says, uh, hey, I just want to get a good night's sleep and go home and be with my family and my child. That's not you, trash talking. Would you, would you want to be the first one with the dig, which Giannis was, or the counter? What do you want? I like to be the first digger. I got in first. All you're doing is responding to me. Yeah, but I'm a counterpuncher. I like it. I don't get in. I don't go early, but I'll go often after that. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, the game that followed that trash talking was 41 and 20. Oh, I know. His first 40 and 20. (laughs) So I think that was his counterpunch, right? Oh, so all I do is dunk? 41 and 20. There's your counterpunch. I don't hold grudges. I squeeze grudges. I, oh. I put a tourniquet on them. What's the longest grudge you've ever held? I don't hold. I don't hold grudges. I don't. I really. It's not good for your your mental health. But you don't have one against Michael Jordan. No, absolutely okay. not. Okay. Well, I don't no, want to start I'm something. I'm just. I, I get up more upset at myself. Because and, uh, because we had chances, and when you just look, I just replay a lot of things in my career against them and the Knicks, not just MJ, but you just replay. I'm, you're, I'm more upset at myself. Do you I have nightmares? Do you have no, not nightmares. I just stopped recently having basketball dreams. What do you mean? I used to have them all the time. Of you know, my career of playing and situations. So that has kind of subsided. It's torturous, man. At times it can be torturous. Well, give me what, – what are some of these nightmares? They're not nightmares. They're just like situations, you know, of playing against MJ, playing against Kobe, you know, in the finals, you know, with things that we could have done differently, things I should have done differently. You just replay things in your head. That's all. Sometimes it's good therapy to kind of dream it out or think it out. And other times you're like, just shake your head, like, what could have been? I still have nightmares about showing up late on SportsCenter. How many times did that happen? Never. Like, did it, it never happened, but you just showing up late, and you mean Oberman's like 10 minutes into the show, and he's like, Where's my partner? Is that what you're is no, that what you mean? No, I, I just – I don't know what it is. It's um, – I can't find the classroom in college, which was really by design. I don't know why it, it's a reoccurring nightmare. But getting to Sports Center or or not being able to write the show in time to get on the air, it that, that has stayed with me, and I haven't done Sports Center in, what, 14 or 15 years. But man, it it it's there. It's it's always there. Like, do you ever have a dream where you're showing up late, and you don't get to the arena in time, or the game starts without you? Did you ever have that? All the time. Yeah. All yeah. the time. Or like, I c- couldn't tie my shoes the right way, or my uniform was left somewhere, and the jump ball, and I'm looking at the coach. That happens all the time. All the time. 
We need therapy, don't we? We do. A little bit. I, we do. I love our lives. Seriously, I do. But you and I, we've been through a lot. And it's good that we have one another that we can bounce things off, Theodore. Have you had surgery? Yes, I had it on my ankle. The only surgery okay. I had two. One on my ankle and one where Otis Thorpe busted my eye. I had an orbital fracture, and he, they had to put a plate in my eye oh, wow. in 96. Yes. Why have I had far more surgeries than you? Wait, what surgeries have you had? I've had and for what? I, I've had five knee surgeries, and then I had another mm. one for a replacement knee. When you have, when you're a jumper, and <laughs> first of all, I was never in a defensive stance where my knees would go bad. Neither were you, so I don't know where you're no, getting no. all this. You could have stopped it. I've never been in a defensive stance, Reg. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. So my left knee, I, I had, I've had six knee operations. I had my shoulder redone, uh, had hand surgery, eye surgery, uh, broke some bones there. Like if you play hard, I'm the Matthew Delavadova, I Stop think. Stop it. Stop it. And that's Stop what it. happens. I play hard. Stop it. No. No, you're, no. <laughs> no, no, no. These are, these are like skateboarding injuries. That you, you <laughs> no, they're not. Or no, no. These are all skateboard injuries that you were probably going through. No, no, no. Uh, so Thursday night, you're somehow going to make some magic. You're going to request from the uh, Warriors and Steve Kerr that please, Steph Curry play. Steph, please, Steph, play. Just 20 minutes. 20 minutes. That's all we're asking. Yeah. And may, why don't you have Clay Thompson sit in with you during the broadcast? That would be awesome if Clay – Clay, come on down. Kevin Harlan and I would love to have you. Great to talk to you again, Red. Safe travels, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Theodore and my Danettes, the best in the biz. Or something like that. Thank you, Reg. That's Reggie Aloysius Miller, Jr., the third. Phone calls, sports history, poll update, and what's in store tomorrow. All of that coming up. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Once again, it's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. Geico.com. Hey, listeners, just wanted to take a minute to thank all our great sponsors and all of you great listeners for supporting this podcast. We certainly couldn't do it without either of you. And I wanted to remind you that you can support our sponsors by going to our show page at podcastone.com, clicking on the Support This Podcast button, and there you will see all our wonderful sponsors that help make this show possible. Thank you for downloading, subscribing, and, of course, supporting. And now, back to the show. At this day in sports history, final results of the poll question. If you were the Washington Redskins, would you rather have Tua Tagovailoa or Dwayne Haskins, 84% Tua? Yeah. But that's the unknown. We've seen Haskins in an NFL uniform in NFL games, and Tua we don't know about. But, you know, Tua considered a better prospect coming out of college than Dwayne Haskins was. We have another Meet Friday song. This is uh, Jackie. Uh, she didn't say where she's from, but she is singing Sarah McLaughlin. Spend all your week waiting for Meet Friday to arrive. 
Sarah McLaughlin. That's nice. Powerful. <laughs> Very nice voice. Haunting. That's a strong finish. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that familiar with Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, that's a that's a big song. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one they do when they're showing adopting all the dogs? Pets? Oh yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, all right. So. All right, yeah. So I, that's where I, I'm familiar with it, I think. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie, what do you have? It's kind of a light this day in sports history. The only good one was uh, 1974, George Foreman knocked out Ken Norton. But this day in movie history, the greatest arm wrestling movie in movie history was released this day in 1987. Is that over, over the, the top? top? Good guess. You guys nailed it. Over the top. Remember, he turned the hat backwards. He meant business right He's trying to get that uh, a new truck for himself. Yeah. Right, it wasn't that the prize of the arm wrestling tournament? Was I, a, this, I never saw that. This awesome truck? Yeah, I never saw that. Yeah. So. You never saw Over the Top? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Missed that one. Have there been any other arm wrestling movies? There's no Over the Top 2, which is nuts okay. because Over the Top. Over the some, Topper. Yeah, yeah, Over the Topper. Made some good dough. Did it? I got Over the Top making uh, $18 million at the box office. What it cost to make is the question. $17 million for Stallone <laughs> and right. another million for HGH. Wow. Whoa. Oh, no. Hey. Oh, I didn't say steroids. No. Didn't he get performance-enhancing drugs sent to him on a movie set? Did, was that Stallone that but, that happened to? But it's not illegal, right, For if you're an actor. seems necessary. <laughs> no, it, yeah, I don't think like it's not it, against it, the guild rules yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, I, I'm a member of the Screen Actors Guild. Like Warner Brothers <laughs> does not have a testing policy. I don't think that anybody goes, oh, random testing, Stallone. Schwarzenegger. We just flagged Michelle Pfeiffer. Matthew McConaughey <laughs> and Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. What? And Steve Buscemi. Come on in. Uh, We're really missing uh, Todd's Mick impression right now because somehow oh, that would be worked in right now. Yeah, Rocky Strainer. Something crapping lightning or something. <laughs> so, I forget that word. Rock. It just it, it, it sounds like he's in pain. <laughs> Get that chick if you like tell you. <laughs> you, you crazy Italian! I just like how red Todd's face oh. gets when he's doing it. He's got his one eye. You gotta eat lightning and crap my <laughs> Patrick Mahomes was on Sirius XM NFL Radio, and he was asked about staying in Kansas City, which I didn't know that was in doubt. Just to be able to be a Kansas City Chief for a long time. I think the best thing about this team and this organization is as they handle things the right way and they do things the right way. And so for me, obviously, I'm optimistic of, of getting that contract and extending it and, and my time in Kansas City. But I'm going to just go about being who I am, just like I have since the beginning, since I was the backup until now. And that's to go out there and love this game, treat people the right way, and all that stuff handles itself. All right. Yeah, they're going to pay him. question is, when does he get paid? If you're Kansas City, when do you start those negotiations? Uh, you're waiting for the CBA. I'd be curious what Dak Prescott's going to get. If Dak is asking for 35 or more, then it, it is conceivable that Mahomes is going to start at 40. I, I thought all along that you do, you know, is it going to be five years for $200 million, maybe more for Mahomes? Because he can ask for whatever he wants. It's the guy after that. So what's Deshaun Watson get after Mahomes gets that? And if you're and if you're Watson, you want to wait until Mahomes gets paid to then you go in and go, well, 
I'm better than Dak. Um, maybe not as good as Mahomes. But I'm somewhere in between. How about we do a crisp $39 million, $38 million or something like that. But this, this changes franchises. McLovin, what did you learn today on the program? Uh, Chris Sims say, says being a lefty quarterback is not that big a deal, but John Gruden still yell at him. Yeah. Uh, Seton O'Connor. Still down the toddler, unfortunately. You're still? We're still down the toddler. Oh, yeah. We're still miss. Yeah. 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 Todd's not here today. Uh, Paulie? Your Dayton Flyers a little too close to the sun. Yeah, I think so. Third in the, uh, in the nation. What did I learn, McLovin? Reggie still dreams about basketball. What we learned brought to you by True Car. You can go to True Car to build your car and compare models by options from discovery to pricing to reviews. Get everything you need with the new True Car. Do what McLovin did. He used True Car. Thanks for joining us. Seton Pauly, Fritz, and McLovin. Yours truly. This has been the Dan Patrick Show. Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. We want to make it super easy for you and your friends to listen to our podcast. And joining Spotify allows us to be in even more places for fans to find us. If you're already listening to music on Spotify, you can now listen to our podcasts in the same place. If you're not on Spotify yet, all you have to do is download the free app. That's right. No credit card necessary. And simply search for our shows to start listening. Napa know-how. Now at Napa, get a free Chase Elliott racing hat with any $25 purchase. Set of brakes? That'll cover it. New battery? Hat-worthy. Replacing an air filter? Then adding on wiper blades and headlamps just to break 25 bucks? Chase approved. So get what you need and a free Chase Elliott hat. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 331.20. 5-Hour Energy helps you get through your crazy on-the-go life. And now it comes in two great tropical flavors, strawberry banana and tropical burst. They're delicious and can transport you to a tropical paradise. Try them both, then vote for your favorite at 5hewin.com. You could be on the go to someplace you actually want to go. Offer ends 731.20. Terms apply. See www.5hewin.com for details.